Welcome to the More Than a Mama podcast. Let's make some waves today. Hi, y'all. My name is Taylor. I'm a mama, wife, ocean enthusiast, and third grade teacher turned five-figure business owner. On this show, you can expect a strong mixture of sass, vulnerable conversations, and content that will empower you to find your strength and authority within yourself. Together, we will make an impact and rise above the ceiling society places on us. So take a seat and join me. You and your voice are welcome here. All right, y'all. We're going to get into the good stuff today. (laughs) I'm so excited for this episode. So today I'm going to talk about some juicy entrepreneur tips that I don't even think has hit my Instagram yet. So you're hearing some brand freaking new content. I'm so excited for this. I don't even have time for fluff. So I'm going to go into five juicy entrepreneur tips I would have loved. And I mean, absolutely love to know a year ago. And just kind of give you some reasoning behind each. So here we go. Number one, if your mindset sucks, your business sucks. Make your mindset a priority. So I say this because my mindset has sucked at some point. And honestly, all my business sucked during that time as well. And it was around February 2020. I... My business had been very successful up until that point, and I hit a major block. I had filled out all my intensive spots. I had filled out all of my um, one-on-one elite spots, like high-ticket, four-figure, five-figure launches. Like It was just insane. And then I was working on scaling my business into group coaching, and scaling, I mean, y'all heard, y'all might have heard the saying like new levels, new devils, scaling my business mindset wise was very challenging for me. Um, my coach at the time, you know, lovingly called me out like, Hey Taylor, you got to work on your mindset. And I completely laughed it off. I was like, that's not really a thing. Completely ignored her launched the group program anyway. And it was an absolute disaster. Um, it was just a hot mess. Y'all the whole thing was a hot mess. And Something I realized in the upcoming months, like my mindset is not good at all. My self-esteem is extremely low. I'm having incredible imposter syndrome. I'm like, why do I even do this? And I literally almost quit because of my mindset. I feel like everybody in the entrepreneur world at some point hits a point in their business where it gets really challenging mindset wise because growing a business can really stretch you. I think a lot of people underestimate how much you personally grow as your business grows and how much it pushes you personally to really look into yourself and what you believe about yourself and what you believe you're capable of doing. So all that to say, if your mindset sucks, y'all, your business is going to suck. Your mindset has to be a priority. Um, A great tip for this that I tell my clients, if they're asking me business questions and I feel that scarcity, scared, fearful undertone in their voice or in their message, I ask them straight up, is this a mindset issue or is this a business issue? Is your mindset struggling? Do we need to talk about that right now? Or is your business struggling? And it's typically their mindset, y'all. They do all of the correct strategies. They do everything that they're supposed to be doing 
but their mindset is not in the correct place. So we take a step back and we address their mindset first before we talk business. So that's going to be my biggest advice for you. Address the mindset stuff first before you jump into your business. So you're able to show up confidently and clearly and just sell those offers out. Number two, your gut and intuition is just as valuable as strategy. So while I am a huge, I mean, a business coach, obviously I teach my clients multiple strategies about sales and marketing, how to do so authentically, all that fun stuff. It only takes you so far if you're not listening to your gut. So here's an example of this. In May, I released my course, Authentic Sales Accelerator. Okay, so my my launch plan said I was going to open to the waitlist for four days open to the public or open the cart to the waitlist for three days. So they had three days to purchase and then open to the public. So I did the waitlist. I had like 30 people on the waitlist. I opened the cart to the waitlist and in like 24 hours, seven people were in. So here's what I did. I was like reading my, the people who were on my waitlist, they were like, eh, I'm on a way, like, I don't know, like there wasn't enough FOMO in this offer for them to act and purchase like I wanted them to do. So what I did is I actually cut my launch short. On Saturday, the day before the course would go away to the wait list, I told them, you are the only people that have access to it. I didn't open it to the public like I was supposed to do. I... I just told them, you know, and I'm only taking 20 people. There are 30 of you on the wait list. I'm only taking 20. By that next morning, all 20 spots had sold out. So if I had waited, y'all, I'm not 100% sure what my sales would have looked like this week. I'm not 100% sure if these women would have jumped in and taken that initiative. They kind of needed a little push. And I felt that I had great relationships with almost all of them. And that was just a time, you know, I kind of ditched the strategy and I listened to my gut. And I made a decision and it worked out great. So even though you might have amazing strategy, your gut and your intuition is almost just as valuable as the strategy that you're doing. Number three, the closer you are to your zone of genius, the better your business is. Woo! I've talked about this a lot recently on my Instagram stories. Um, If you go look at my highlight, it's under biz education. And something I've talked about is Bloom's Taxonomy. So Bloom's Taxonomy is a, it's basically like a triangle and you have bottom levels and the levels work up as you go up the triangle. So the lower level is low level understanding. And then the higher you go, it's deeper level of understanding. So something that I educated on a lot on my Instagram a few weeks ago was that you need like If you understand something, so let's say I teach my ideal client what an ideal client is, and I say, do you understand? And they say, yes, that is a low level of learning. Just because you can mimic what somebody else's do does not mean that you really understand the concept. So all this to say, y'all, if you're mimicking other people's businesses, you're only going to go so far. Right? I feel like I spent a lot of my time as an entrepreneur up until the past few months mimicking what other people did and how they did it. It's one thing to, you know, apply best practices. It's another thing to like take people's businesses, put your name on it, and do the same thing. So 
I mean, just don't mimic people, right? That's not your zone of genius. What other people might be teaching on is not emphasizing on your expertise and what you're really good at and what makes you sell. So I would evaluate, you know, where is all this knowledge coming from? Is it coming from people I've just heard this stuff? Or is it coming from a place of like, oh, I've heard it, I applied it, and then I understood it. I hope that makes sense. But y'all, the closer you are to your zone of genius, not somebody else's, the better your business is because you are going to stand out online. You are going to create frameworks that are authentic to who you are, and your business is going to blow up because of it. Number four, saying no is just as important as saying yes. So as a business coach, I do not teach my clients to say yes to everybody and everything. Um, I had a client the other day, she got asked to be on a, um, do like a collaboration with somebody and she said no, and she's felt bad for it. I'm like, this is wonderful, right? We don't need to say yes to everybody. Same thing, y'all. I've been on sales calls where I've told people, Hey, this is not going to be a good fit. We don't just work with anybody. We want to work with the right people. We want to work with people who are ready to grow, ready to transform their life. And if they're not ready yet, that's okay. Just say no. Have you ever said yes to a client and regretted it before? Because it totally happens, right? It totally happens. Everybody's done it. Don't be afraid to say no. It is sometimes just as important as saying yes to someone or even an opportunity. And number five, investing in what you need is how you will get results. Investing in what is needed, not what people are telling you to invest in. So for example, up until like April, the only thing I invested in is a business coach. And I still invest in a business coach um, just because I'm working on scaling my business. But it was at that point where I was like, wow, I need other areas of support. So what I did is I wrote down a whole list of things that I want to do and then things that I hate doing. So for example, bookkeeping. I don't want to do bookkeeping. I hate doing bookkeeping, but I know it's an important part of my business, so I outsourced it. Um, Mindset was a huge deal to me. I knew if I was going to scale my business the way I wanted to, I needed to get my mindset right, and I needed help with that. So I outsourced to my mindset coach. Um, A money coach, I wanted to get my finances together. So I outsourced to a money coach. I literally wrote down what I need, and then I found people to help me. Um, May was my highest month I've had so far in my business as I'm recording this. Um, I brought in over $8,500 of sales in May. And I know I did that because that is the most supported I have ever been in my entire business. Um, My business coach, money coach, mindset coach, bookkeeper, um, they were all supporting me so well. And then my VA, I outsourced to a VA too. And it's just so nice y'all that I know I'm investing in things that I need and I'm constantly looking what else can I invest in? What else do I need down the road so that I'm supported? Invest in what you need is how you will get results. For another example, I, you know, up until this point invested in one-on-one coaching, I was lacking a community. I really needed a community of women Um, there's so many faces in this online space, but it's amazing how lonely it can get. So I, instead of investing in a one-on-one, I invested in a mastermind where I have the community aspect, but I also have 
friends and I have one-on-one coaching and it was just a great mix for me. There are group coaching programs you can invest in. There are intensives. So like really spend time thinking about what do I need and then invest in those things. That is how you're going to get amazing results. So just to recap all five points, if your mindset sucks, your business sucks, make your mindset a priority. Your gut and intuition is just as valuable a strategy. The closer you are to your zone of genius, the better your business is going to be. Saying no is just as important as saying yes. And investing in what you need is how you will get results. I literally would have known anything. I literally would have given anything to know this a year ago. I hope you found these tips resourceful and I will see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the More Than a Mama podcast. Before you go fold that laundry that's been sitting there since last weekend, I have one more thing for you. My mission is to create content that serves and impacts you. So if you love what you heard today, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, screenshot your review, and tag me on Instagram at more than a mama underscore so I can connect and create content for you, my listeners. Thanks so much for listening and I will see you on the next episode. Don't forget to make waves today. Bye.